Welcome to a new episode of It Be Your Own People, a new podcast about what's going on in pop culture and being a POC in today's social environment, because sometimes it be your own people. Maybe it's your brother, sister, or a friend. Karen at the job or Karen next door, a leader of the movement you thought you could trust. Most of the time, it's somebody you already know. Beware the wolves, y'all. And now more than ever, people are showing you who they really are, and you need to know who you can trust. All right, we're back for another episode of the Beyond People. We are so excited to have our guest. He is one half of TikTok social media sensation, Manny Moran, also known as Emmanuel. Tell the people, hey. Hey, hey, el chocolatito. So we're going to get started with (laughs) our cocktail of the day. I'm having an apple teeny. Sully, what you drinking over there, girl? Well, girl, it seems to be a cousin theme episode because I am drinking some refreshing Casamigos on the rocks sponsored by cousin and friend of the show, Radame and family. Hey, cousin, I know you listening. Thank you. We appreciate you. All right. And family, Manny, what you drinking over there? I know you got your drink ready. Some good old sex on the beach. Oh, oh no, you didn't. That's how oh, you started. Oh, okay. Yeah, little, you know, a little subtle drink. Okay, subtle. All right now. So before we hop into the interview and get to know all about you and the TikTok sensation that you are over there, let's hop into this game. It's game time. Oh, yes. And we have a really good one for y'all today. Because Manny is with us as a social media sensation, we had to get it on and popping with some social media style games that have been going around on TikTok, Instagram, all the things. We've been seeing a lot of y'all posting on what are your red flags? And we wanted to get in on that too. Trey, let's get it started. Let's talk about what are some of your red flags? For one, because I'm a true New Yorker. Yes, I'm from Brooklyn all day. And I don't like people claiming certain boroughs. Like, I'm sorry, don't really care for the Bronx. But especially Staten Island, it's like, you really a part of New York, though? Just saying. I mean, I'm definitely with you on that. And we know a couple people who fall into that category who may not be too happy when they hear this, but you are who you are. And what about you, man? You got any red flags over there? Oh, a lot of them. I don't like when people just assume that, oh, because I'm Black, I only speak one language, which is just English. I don't like that. I speak four of them. Like, you know, that's one of my red flags. You better hit them with it. Not one, (laughs) not two, and definitely not three. You speak four languages. We are here for that. I like that. Let them know. Also, as a New Yorker, you know, New Yorkers, they get real possessive over their sports teams. So you got to be very careful what team you claiming around me. I'm a Brooklyn girl, but I'm a Mets fan all the way. Don't be coming around here talking about no Philly shit. Don't be talking about that. That's a red flag. See, I hear you, but I'm the opposite. I am a true New Yorker, but I hate all New York teams because they bring nothing but sorrow. So if you like any, if you like the Knicks, if you like the Mets, nope, nope, bye. Shady lady. Dang, they get no love. Another one that I don't like me personally is if I meet somebody and they tell me off top how they don't like coffee. Stop talking to me. What? Who are you? You are not a person. No, I can't trust you. Really? I cannot live without coffee. I'm Dominican. So as soon as we wake up, cafe con leche. At noon, cafe negro. 
by nighttime, I've had at least three bustelos. So, yeah. Um, and you know, me and Tree, when we go out to dinner, we like to cap it off with a nice doppio espresso. Oh, absolutely. I drink espressos all day. Doesn't matter. We hours in the morning, I'm having it and I will sleep when I feel like it. But yes, I am such a caffeine fiend that you can only get it from coffee. But another one I don't like, and Manny, you might be onto this too. I don't know. Don't touch my hair. No, no, no. I can't. I don't let people touch my hair. Not even my own girlfriend. <laughs> well, damn. Oh, well, damn. That's that's a real big one. That's his top top. Yeah. Like, you gotta be real special to touch his hair. Such but I mean, thing. not for nothing. I mean, your hair looks good. So I get it. Thank and you. that's the reason why I'm like, when it's styled perfectly, don't touch it. You see the little finger <laughs> waves on the side? Um, That takes time. <laughs> oh, my favorite is, oh my God, is that all your hair? Or is that like a weave? I'm like, yeah, here, why don't you come talk on it and see what happens? Mm. what about when it comes to the kitchen you know seasoning is important especially in caribbean and black households Ooh, it's a big thing over here so what's the red flag sally don't be coming at me talking about how all you got to do is put some salt and pepper on no chicken <laughs> if i come into your house i better see some garlic i better see some onions some cilantro at minimum, I best see some lorries. If I don't see lorries, you don't know how to cook. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not so like hating hard on that one because really salt and pepper could go a long way. So it's not that big a deal for me, but I hear you, girl. Um, Manny, what about what about if you're trying to reach somebody, right? Uh-huh. They texting you when you trying to call them. Mm, red flag, right? Oh, big red flag. No. If you can enter my call. It's a bye-bye because oh, I'm trying to make time for it. I'm trying to call you, trying to see what you're up to, but you're over here texting me. Like, who are you with, you know? Are okay, you with somebody you can talk to? What if you're trying to call them while they're at work and they can't pick up the phone? I mean, they could just say, hey, I'm at work, this and that. But like, if you'd be like, hey, what happened? You're not really saying what you're doing. So something, it's, you know, it's a little fishy. So I'm very, very, that's that's a big thing for me. Uh, yes, Manny, I feel you. If you can't pick up my call and just say like, oh, hey, I'm busy and get back to what you're doing. Because for you to text me and be like, oh, I'm good. No, where are you? Why can't you answer me? Uh-huh. What are you doing? Who you with? Who you with? That's what oh, I wait. So you mean like if you are already texting and then you try to call them and they don't pick up the phone? Well, it doesn't right. matter if I'm calling you and you, you reply with a text, but you're not telling me like, hey, I can't talk. What's going on? I mean, Matriva, what if you get a phone call and it's we're lecturing? Are you going to pick up the phone in the middle of lecture? What I said is it's a red flag for me. Clearly, if <laughs> I cannot pick up the call, I'm not going to text either. Or if I'm texting, then I'm going to let you know this is the reason why I can't pick up the call. Exactly. What we're, what we're saying is if you respond with a text and you don't actually say why you can't pick up the call, like what you doing? Something's going on. Exactly. That's fair. That's fair. See, me and cuz, we know what's going on. Sally, you you out there, if it's not a red flag for you, then go ahead, girl. Have fun with that. But you know what? Maybe I'm the one with the red flags because I just don't be picking up the phone. Yeah, see? (laughs) You done learned something about yourself. I'm a toxica. This is good. (laughs) Now we're going to flip it. We're talking about all these red flags. Tell me about some of these green flags. What's the go for you? One of my love languages is acts of service. So if someone tells me out the blue, oh, I know you've had a long week. I know you've been wanting to go to this really hot spot. I made us reservations for dinner. That's a green flag for me because now it's a reservation I didn't have to make myself. 
I don't have to sit there and think about where we're going for dinner. And I get to put on something other than jeans and sneakers. Yes, I like that. And you know what? It tells me that you were listening, but you could get another one step up and an extra green flag if you just like made a reservation for a vacation. That's even better. That's definitely a way to win me. Okay. Oh, that girl, that you're, you're that's so much now. Come on. <laughs> Nettie, <laughs> listen, your green flags are yours and mine are mine. Okay. Yes, oh, a whole fine. different a whole different location. All right. And your green flags will change according to the phase that you are in in life. True that. You ain't never yeah, lied, girl. Now, sometimes it's about the little things. Sally, you said you would like if somebody just taped your favorite show. That's cute. Yeah, so I don't have cable, I don't have TiVo, so Sometimes there are some shows that these networks out here, they be playing and they don't have the show available online or they wait too many days to make it available. So I really appreciate if someone was just like, oh, I know that you were really busy with work here. I taped the challenge for you and I made some notes on the side that we can discuss afterwards. So, Manny, would you like that if your girlfriend taped, you know, a show for you? Is that cute? Of course. That's nice. I guess I'm the only one that doesn't really care. I was like, I could do that myself. (laughs) Because you have TiVo. It doesn't matter. I can do that myself. There's so many other things. I mean, I'm not trying to be ungrateful. I'm just saying. Sounds like it, though. Okay, well, we're going to move on. What about, see, this is the best green flag of all. You can stock my bar. Yes, you see this bottle is running low. You want to buy a a nice champagne or something? Yes, sir. I love that. That is the way to win me over. I'd rather you do that than tape my show. Thank you very much. Agreed, which is why our cousins today, they are really on it. They have restocked my bar. Not one, but two tequilas. Thank you very much. Oh, and if you can remember what kind of alcohol I like and the label, ooh, 10 green flags, not just one, 10. All right, that was a good game. We have all of the green flags that we are looking out for and staying away from the red ones. Before we chop it up with Manny, our TikTok sensation over here with 1.5 million followers. Manny, say hey to the people before we get into your interview a little later. Hey, guys. Thank you guys so much for having me today. All right, we have a good show for y'all. Let's jump into What the Fuck News. So... Trifling ass LA County done filed a motion against Vanessa Bryant for guess what? What they do now? They want Vanessa to get a psychiatric evaluation. Yes, a psychiatric evaluation to prove that the leaked photos of her deceased husband, a sir Kobe Bryant, and daughter caused her emotional distress. What? Like, how dare they? I mean, just when you think that L.A. County PD and everything involving law enforcement can't get any worse, why should I have to prove to you that y'all's incompetent ass first responders taking photos of my dead husband and my dead daughter and then sharing them with all their buddies and pals at the bars and whatnot was not enough to cause me emotional distress? Well, not just their pals and buddies that went around the entire world and nation. This was a huge tragedy. But regardless of the fact that they are celebrities, at the end of the day, they are people. So, yes, their families and friends were affected by that. The fact that they would even want her to get a psychiatric evaluation is so rude and disrespectful. I'm disgusted. And it wasn't just them. It was other families, too, that were involved in this car crash who are not celebrities and are not in the public eye. So even if someone wants to make that argument of, oh, well, 
this is the cost of fame. Like, no, it's not. Like, that's just human decency that none of y'all are having any sort of regard for whatsoever. Exactly. So I hope she stays strong. And I really hope she just gives them a big F you. What they really wanted her to do was drop the suit. But if anyone in LA County actually had a damn heart, they would give her the money. They wouldn't fight her on this. But you know what? They trash. So let's move along. A North Carolina woman. Now she done sued Geico for getting the H and the P and the V. But guess what? It was during car sex, girl. So tell us what else happened. So in this other turn of events of lawsuits and things going on and about, a woman is suing Geico for $1 million after, as Trevo so eloquently put, getting the H, the P, and the V during some automobile sex that she had with some undisclosed man inside of his 2014 Hyundai Genesis. I mean, girl, that was the first red flag. Not a 2014 girl. So a hold up. Now, the two engage in some unprotected sex, right? And this happened in late 2017. But the rendezvous got this girl, you know, the parts was acting up. So this woman actually was rewarded $5.2 million. This is the shit. Okay, this is what I don't understand. So you went and got inside of a car and had, you know, you did some things. Girl, I'm not even judging you about that because everybody been there. We all got a story. And do you, boo. But then you go and sue. You went to arbitration, which apparently the insurance company didn't even know. Then you were awarded 5.2 million American greenbacks. That ain't a small chunk of change. And now greed wants you to ask for a million dollars. Girl, take the money you already got. Yeah, and you know what? I know what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to go find some busted-ass cars, and I'm going to have me a good-ass time because I could use a mill or two or five. Uh, girl, I got Geico, and when I saw this, I was just like, let me check my coverage policy real quick because Uncle Joe ain't paying these student loans as he promised us, and shit ain't cheap out here. And now for that... Regular Degula News. For Regular Degula News this week, we got some stuff to talk about that in my favorite words, the math ain't mathing. Out here, we have Wayne Brady, who's really taking this whole blended family thing to the whole new next level because he has started a new trend and a new term. So new vocabulary for y'all. Tree, you ready? I'm listening. Wayne Brady is now a dunkle. I think I get it. So he a daddy uncle, but there's a little twist to this. Yeah, because usually if I hear, okay, a daddy uncle, so that could be like, my father's not in the picture. My uncle has stepped up. You're kind of like a daddy, but you're not my daddy. You're still my uncle. So you my dunkle. No, girl. It's or you that. could just be an uncle who's like, listen, I love my niece and nephew and I'm going to just be their second dad. That is all great and fine, but that's not what's happening here. So Wayne Brady is apparently on such good terms with his ex-wife that he is spending time with and posting pictures with his ex-wife and new man's baby. Oh, hell no. Yep. And he's the godfather. It's not just that. He's the godfather to that baby. I don't get it. I'm sorry, but we end a marriage. You do you over there and I'm going to do me over here. You ain't about to be by my children or nothing. We might say hi if we pass in the street, but that about it. Yeah. I mean, you know, I come from a blended family and this is all cute and whatnot, but I know my mama not out here call herself a manty. <laughs> I know she's not doing that. Wayne Brady says that 
He's calling him Dunkle because he plans on being around. I mean, listen, I'm happy for you, but let's not make this a trend. No, no, let's not do the Dunkle thing. We can do the Dunkles who are actual uncles and want to be close with their niece and nephew, but we ain't about to do this. This is too blended for my ass. No. Mm-hmm. And speaking of too blended, we think that maybe Taraji might be putting too much in the blender of her career. What do you mean, girl? So recently, Taraji P. Henson has announced that she is, in fact, putting out her own music. She's been working and recording on EP, girl. I love Taraji, but I don't want... Who asked for this? So, like, okay, remember when she did that movie, that Tyler Perry movie that wasn't as trash as all his other movies? I think it was I Can Do Battle by Myself, where she was with that foreign Latino actor, and she played a singer. She was good in that. In Hustle and Flow, she did some singing. She was good in that. But I never really got the, oh, you're going to put out a whole album now? See, but the thing is, that's fine. When you're an actor and a true entertainer, sometimes you might be on Broadway acting and singing and dancing all in one. But we don't want no album, girl. Listen, I'm going to say kudos to you on that. But it's a no for me. I mean, okay, so I will say I will give it a shot because I do love Taraji. And she did make it a point to say how oh it's not that i'm saying i'm coming out with an album and everyone's gonna be writing and doing all my stuff she says that she's been writing her own lyrics that she's been collaborating with these high-end producers for that feel-good sexy track that's gonna make you want to dance until the sun comes up her words and if you are delivering on those words and you ain't delivering on those lyrics we gonna talk about you girl Okay, fine. She may not be putting out an album, but she's working on an EP. And again, I'm good on it, but happy for ya. It's time for Baby We Winning. Miss Ghana is the new Miss Universe. Ooh, I love to hear it. So Nam Morkor Hamador was crowned as Miss Universe Ghana 2021. <laughs> Tell us more about the new Miss Universe. Yes, yeah, so I saw her picture and she is Gorgina Gorge. So beautiful. She's a 26-year-old professional model and entrepreneur. So she's out here serving looks and doing the things. So excited for her. And now we're going to move right on along to women who have their faces put on quarters. And this will happen over the next few years. So we're going to have people like Maya Angelou and a few more female trailblazers. Tell us some more, Sally. Yes. So this is part of a project that's being commissioned by the U.S. Mint American Women Quarters Program. It was recently authorized by Congress earlier this year. And in addition to Maya Angelou, who we all love and praise, we will also be seeing astronaut Sally Ride, actress Anna Mae Wong, suffragist and politician Nina Otero Warren, and Wilma Mankiller, the first female principal chief of the Cherokee Nation. So I'm just glad that, you know, we got some women POCs actually getting represented. And I'm hoping to that this might start conversations like, you know, how when we were in elementary school, we used to have to do little coin projects and stuff like that. So I hope that this will be a, a good step in that direction. I love everything about this. And I know I'm going to go a little side note here, but I'm glad you talked about chief of the Cherokee Nation because damn, what a name, man killer. Oh, if I had that as my last name, you better be scared of me. And now we got some. The sad blackity black ass truth. Lovers, listeners, and friends, we got some real sad shit to really get into. The NBA season is upon us, but unfortunately, 
fraud, scams, and cons have been going all up and through the NBA in itself. Treva, please let the people know who is fraud and who is scamming. So we have 18 former NBA players. And again, they're former. So that's the reason why they're scamming right now, because they want to keep some money that they already used up. That's a good point. Charged a few weeks ago for pocketing around $2.5 million illegally. So they were defrauding the league's health and welfare benefit plan. It was a whole ass scheme and the authorities are involved. It's not looking good. What we have learned in the past several months is that everybody is out here scamming, frauding, and trying to holla for a dollar in any which possible way that they can. Now, I understand that these are former NBA players, so it's not like they're making the same kind of money while they were playing, but you know they definitely got more money than we do. And we out here scamming healthcare. Yeah, but they should have been investing their money right so they wouldn't be scamming because $2.5 million, that's not chump change. But let's talk about these scammers. So thank goodness Monica done divorced him because her ex-husband Shannon Brown is, is up in the mix. We also have former Clippers forward Darius Miles. We have Glenn Davis, Ruben Patterson, and also Sebastian Telfair. And they are looking at some real time. Like it ain't good. Yeah, and these prosecutors, they got like real receipts on their ass, not just like, oh, we don't think you actually did this. Like they have proof and GPS coordinates of when they would claim to be in California getting a $50,000 dental procedure done. Meanwhile, they was all the way out in Taiwan doing God knows what. That is crazy. So I can't wait to see more on this story and see how much time they actually get because they will be going in the slammer. Our favorite part of the show is time for Reality Roundup. So, of course, Kanye's always out here doing some shit. The other day, he was out in a white face mask. This mask had no eye holes. It might have had a nose hole. And it covers the entire face. He was wearing a Balenciaga hat. And he went to go meet with Trump's lawyer. So not too much on what exactly was going down at this meeting, but this man is a whole hot ass mess. He was wearing regular clothes and everything. Basically, the only thing that was out of place was this white mask on his face. What are you doing? Yeah, I mean, I'd say I'm shocked, but it's Kanye. This is pretty on brand. He was quiet for a few days. He was on his best behavior when he was supporting Kim K out on her SNL debut. But, you know, he always got to leave us guessing, shaking it up. Did you also see his really bad haircut that was going around the blogs? I did. He had a bad haircut for a few days. And this is not the first time that he's been covering his face. He's been wearing kind of like stocking mask type of things where like something is covering his entire face but this one was like a white mask and it's a little bit different from this other mask he wore the other day that was more of like a a green pale like alien-esque i don't know what the hell the man is on but anyway let's move on to someone who is always divorcing because apparently it's just fun yeah this must be the new pastime activity for rich people with money and time because Ray J done filed for divorce yet again for the third time from his estranged wife, Miss Princess Love. I don't get it. I, I mean, strange wife and they have two beautiful kids and they are still working on a lot of joint projects together. So I do not see this divorce. I don't care if it's the third time. It ain't going through. 
And basically, they're going to stay together. This is just a toxic relationship that they love to do. It's like, oh, you mad now? All right, wait. I'm going to go file divorce. And then they have the craziest makeup sex. This is literally just what they do. Wait, you know what? I just I just remembered. They're on Love & Hip Hop Miami this season. So this must be to drum up. This got Mona Scott Young written all over it. It must be, but I keep telling these people, stop playing with your real life relationships mm-hmm. and families on the reality TV. The reality TV is going to be entertaining. Yeah, people are going to watch regardless. You don't have to throw your family and the love in it and, and muddle it all up. Yeah, and I get so annoyed with these people and these celebrities that are always using marriage like it's some regular degular willy-nilly it doesn't mean anything like if you want to get married get married but stop playing around like oh one day i love you and i'm gonna stay married two hours later i hate you i want to divorce you then by the next day they're all over instagram talking about how much they forever love and i just can't but anyways Let's move on to the challenge. So over the past two weeks, what we have seen, and there's another episode coming up this week, but the past two weeks, we had to say goodbye to Amber. My girl was holding on so hard, and I was like, damn, her and her boot thing, they went out together, though, so I was happy. Okay, that. but can we talk about how Logan ain't shit, because that's exactly how he wanted it. Logan is the worst. I had no idea that this fine man was also a diabolical plotter because he's the whole reason that that couple went in. And Corey, Corey, you really need to shut up. The only reason that you won was because of your partner. She came up with a great strategy and she solved the puzzle. So how are you going to call yourself the puzzle king? You ain't do nothing, sir. Exactly. And that's why I live for Devin's commentary where he goes, you can't call yourself a puzzle king because you want an elimination without ever touching the puzzle. Yes. Devin and Kyle's commentary always send me, but this season there are still way too many people in the house and they hardly show Kyle like at all. So I'm a little annoyed with that. But then last week we had to say bye to our girl Priscilla. But I was like, you know what? I will see you again, Priscilla, because she went out like a G. She Mad respect. In- she called in a two-time champ, and she held it down to the end. We knew she was not going to win because her strategy was trash. I was watching it, and I go, you have at least a good three or four inches on this girl. What is going on here? I need you to use that big, beautiful brain that I know you have in there and start strategizing. But why was she kicking the sand? It's like That didn't make any sense. Go to the root of the damn ground, dig and get that tire out. What are you doing? So that annoyed me, but I was like, you know what? Priscilla held her own and she did win one elimination. So we will see you again. Hopefully we'll see you again. And there's still Ed. There's still Emmanuel. There's, there are a lot of people there. I need um, to see more Ed. I, I really enjoy Ed. I think that he has been extremely underrated. He likes to play dumb, but he's smart, smart. He is. And I love that TJ has a new twist. So now they don't have two partners. They are split up into three teams, which I think is worse. It is. I know. Oh, my God. But the look on Corey and Bettina's face and everybody's face when they're waiting for TJ to say, OK, pick your partners. And then he goes, OK, go on up. OK, like not like he's like, get the fuck out. I'm trying to get out of here. That was funny. And of course, we always have crybaby ass Josh always doing what he does best. Oh, Jesus. Winning and hollering and whining over some things. So I'm going to need Josh to calm it down, but he doesn't know how to do anything but that. And Amanda, 
first of all, MTV, can you stop making me like Amanda? I don't want to like Amanda. I want to know her as the villain. I don't want to know what she does in her real life and how she's a great mom and a nurse, especially during the pandemic. Like, this is making me want to have, like, feelings for her, and I don't want to like the villain. No. When she was sitting there talking about how, oh, yeah, me spending all day at home with my baby and then working a night shift all night long, I was just like, wow. So, MTV, this is what we're doing? We're humanizing the devil now? Great. Exactly. I was like, I don't need that. Everybody, what I'm going by is what happened on the challenge. I don't need to see anything else. But what I did want to see more of, which is not going to happen, was Big T and Logan's love. But unfortunately, Aww. Big T wanted more. And Logan was like, yeah, nah, girl, you getting too clingy. So I will say that at first I was a little bit annoyed because I just want my girl to win. I just want my girl to win. I thought they were very cute. But upon further review and discussing it with the challenge council, which is our group chat devoted to the challenge, I realized that, you know what? Logan was actually doing the right thing and he didn't want to string her along because if he was a real fuck boy, he could have kept it going and then just really fucked her over when the opportunity was right. So I do appreciate the honesty. If more people were like him, there wouldn't be so many scumbags around. Yes, absolutely. He did it the right way. Casey and Nani, we haven't even seen their love story do anything. Nani did actually win the challenge last week, the week that Corey went in. But, you know, still not my favorite. It was kind of like... Did she win or did Logan carry her through? She did, but... Also, they were working with other people. So, like, you got that win. I put it that way. But I want to see more drama. And there's still too many people in the house. So, we have a lot less rookies. But I, I still, I'm not an Emmy fan. Like, she, no. I, I'm not going to get on that bandwagon. I don't like her. She grew on me after that Alien song. I'm sorry. I know you, you're not here for it. But I like the M's. I like that she's talented and she sings, but I don't like the song. But anyway, the challenge spiced up and we have a twist. And so I want to see more drama, just violence. I need to see that happen. And I hope it is coming. Now let's move on to the new season of Vanderpump Rules came back this month. Apparently, Katie now loves her husband's penis because she wants to get pregnant. Well, you know what? She may not like it. She may not like his penis, but she at least wants to use it. She sees it as a tool and a means to an end. Let's put it like that. Yes. And in more context, she definitely played the shit out of him years ago talking about his penis doesn't work. I think she said she couldn't find it. She definitely paid the hell up out of her husband and they have been married the longest. And suddenly, since there was a baby boom amongst the cast, former castmates, you had about four different couples that had a baby. And all eight of those people were on the show now we have only two of those couples still on the show and we get to see their babies and so obviously the other people who were kicked off got kicked off during covid for you know doing racial ish which sucks because i was really a fan of stassi i wanted to see her baby i wanted to see her and her husband and i don't get to see it yeah well she should have thought about that before she was out here saying all the racist things and my thing is the show is just I don't know. It's different and it's strange because you don't have those core people on the show anymore. I yes, know you don't have the others, but you have like the secondary background characters who are now in the forefront. And I don't know if they can lead the show. Like the Toms, definitely. The Toms, girlfriends and wives, yes. I just don't know about the others. Sheena, yeah, Sheena's always been there and, and Sheena's happy 
you know, with her new man. But, but boo, your new man has two kids that he hasn't seen in four years and you just had a baby with him. Mm, it's not good. Well, this is why I am here for the Lala shade. Because when she was talking about, you know, this is Sheena's M.O. um, And she goes, so you met this man and he tells you when you guys first started dating. Oh, I have two kids, but I haven't seen them in four years or spoken to them either. And so then you thought, oh, yeah, this is the one. This is who I want to be my baby daddy. And I was just like, Lala, why do you always have to say the things? That we shouldn't say, but we're all thinking. And then claims to be her bestie. Like, y'all claim to be so close, but then you want to show and you literally talk the worst shit about her. Like, you can say things, but there's a there's a nicer way to say it, if you my friend. If we are feuding and we're not on the same side and we haven't been cool, then I would expect that. But, like, I don't get their friendship, but that's a whole nother thing. What I really want is for Tom Sandoval to just get off Katie's ass. His hate for her is so strange. I don't get it. And the way that he speaks to her and all these temper tantrums that he gets is beyond childish. It's just like trash. And I don't understand why people keep giving him a pass on him saying all these things. And he keeps harping on issues that he's had with Katie from five, six, seven years ago. If you don't want to work with her, just say, I don't want to work with you. I'm not comfortable doing this and just leave it at that. Like, you don't have to keep going on about these things that have already happened that you guys have already put to bed, because what that shows is that you're not actually an adult and you can't have normal fucking conversations with people because you're just going to keep bringing up old shit like a plunger. And I'm glad that you said tantrums because that's exactly what he has. But at the end of the day, if he doesn't want to work with her, that's fine. But he is a co-partner and owner with her husband. And if she wants to have a say in what her husband is doing, she has that right because her husband wants her to be involved. So he had to find a way to work with Katie. And Katie also has been in the restaurant business. Her family has. She's worked in the restaurant business since she was a teenager. She has a lot of really great experience. She used to work in one of Lisa's restaurants. Tom Sandoval also has experience in the restaurant, which is great. But Tom Schwartz, who is Katie's husband, does not. So if she wants to give input, let that happen. And you, it's really, really odd. And I hate to see it. The best thing that we saw was James and Raquel's engagement. I mean, I don't even think that they should really be together like long term, like for now, sure. But that engagement, James, what the hell? That was so fucking amazing. He recreated Coachella for her. The engagement was gorgeous. It was bomb. Honestly, like if anyone ever proposed to me like that, the answer would be an absolute resounding yes. However, Raquel... She really needs to rethink this because as great as the proposal was, of course, James got to be James in. And the a few days later, you see him dropping her off at work and he's like going in on her about, oh, be careful that you don't ding the ring, because if you ding the ring, you're going to mess it up and all this, this and that. And I go, sir, diamonds literally last forever. If she dings the ring, that means that it's not a real diamond and you proposed with a fake. So what are we doing here? 
But the thing is, James, that's who he is. He's old. He's the controlling person in the relationship. And that's their dynamic. She is really like the soft person. But what I really need is for her to get therapy. Like, it doesn't matter what she looks like. And I say that to say that she is gorgeous. But even if she wasn't, you know, what I would call gorgeous, she has such low self-esteem that it's so sad to see. I just, it was really heart-wrenching to watch that scene the two days before he had proposed to her, the way she just felt like, so little of herself i was like oh no ma'am you need to talk to someone and especially not your now fiance just talking to someone and build that confidence up because it ain't good that part and then we're gonna get into my new favorite show our kind of people oh it's good good every episode is like at least a month's worth of drama so but you it's got- not an overdoing it of sorts not like tp it's not, it's not. But you have Yaya over here, you know, having a nice little date, a whole secret romance with Lance Gross. They're cute, but Lance Gross was actually hired to keep an eye on her. She now knows that and has forgiven him. Now her daughter is in this whole little uh, triangular lesbian love affair. I'm just like, oh, I can't keep up. Then Yaya's new sister is just always coming at her because she's the rich one and Yaya's the poor one. And that's pretty much their dynamic. But you have Yaya's sister's husband who hates the father. You know, the father from Scandal. He has now told his daughter that he has uh, Parkinson's. And then he starts to, it's progressing really strong. There's just so much shit happening. And in the episode from this week, they have a cotillion and obviously things don't go as planned. And oh, child, I I love to watch it because it's, it's some good, it's good black drama. All I'm saying is that they better not play us with these ratings and then saying how they can't bring the show back because the ratings are low. Because I won't believe it. They tried that shit a few years ago when they had another show that featured a whole lot of brown people. And I know everybody was watching and they still canceled it. So I'm going to need this to be here for a long time because Olivia Pope, daddy, he serves, honey, he serves. Yes, that was Eva Longoria's show, and it was like a hotel drama. It was so good. I was very mad that that only had one season. So I'm going to need Fox to get it together and make sure you keep the show around because this is the good drama that we want and need. It doesn't keep you waiting. Like, there's so much ish happening in one episode. I'm like, well, damn, it was that good. Also... Before we head out and get back into this interview, make sure you check out our housewife highlight coming out soon. We are back with, again, one half of TikTok social media sensation, Manny Emmanuel Moran. Tell us all about yourself, Manny. First of all, let the people know where they can find you. You can find me on TikTok. It's E-M underscore M-A-N-N-Y, which is E-M Manny. I met this really cool girl and started dating and boom, TikTok came around. Actually, our first TikTok account got banned, <laughs> which is- Oh, what- no, not the banning. What was y'all doing? <laughs> yeah, what were y'all trying to get <laughs> popping on the tick and the talk? Well, uh, hold on, hold on. You said you're drinking a sex on the beach, so- uh- Hello. Mm, uh, yeah, that was we were trying to fit in like we were trying new stuff and um not a lot of TikTok appropriation. So, yeah, it got banned and we had 10,000 followers already when we got banned. And, you know, I gave up and she she was mad. She didn't want to give up. 
See, that, that's that's a woman for you, ambitious. She's like, no, we're not going to stop here. We're going to keep going, baby. Let's pull up your pants and let's go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big yeah, Literally, boy. because that's why they probably got banned. Not probably. <laughs> but you know yeah, what? You know what, Manny? Before I let you continue, let me tell them what your TikTok is all about. Because you show a lot of content that's about you learning how to speak Spanish like a true Hispanic, right? And you yeah, mainly yeah. make more videos about Guatemala, which is where right. your girlfriend is from. Right. And you talk about the culture and the food. And right. you being Haitian and her being Guatemalan. I mean, what a nice little mix right there. I love that. A lot of seasoning food, you know. It's a lot of seasoning, not yeah. just the salt and pepper, not just the salt and pepper. Okay. I'm here for that. I'm here for that. So after you got banned and your girlfriend said, let's go, we're going to do this. How did you start to create your content and really build up that confidence after losing 10,000 followers? I'll be honest, though. I never really like was 100% with it. Our videos weren't getting like a lot of views. I always give up. And, you know, she's just persistent with it. And until like one of our videos started going viral and then that's how we like, you know, jump started, I guess you could say. But I'm like, oh, this could really work. So can you tell us what that viral video was about? Like specifically, let, let the people know, like visualize for us. Well, the first video that went famous, it was I was in the car with her. We weren't really doing anything. And then she was like, hey, let's make a video. How about you speak Spanish? Or try to speak Spanish and then like I'll record you or something. And then I was like, okay, I guess. So <laughs> for everybody that says that I don't speak Spanish, I started naming a lot of foods. Like, you know, it's not like I was saying like real words. I just said uh, like rice and beans and all that. All of a sudden, I it, like it got one million views within five hours. Wow. So basically yeah. you were just saying Spanish dishes. Yeah. Like I was naming and people like, were like that surprised. I mean, you guys clearly are a beautiful yeah. couple. I was like, papas, tamales, y todo eso, and then boom. <laughs> and that was boom, it just cool. happened. Yeah. And so now let us know how many followers you have. Oh, uh, I'm currently at 1.5 million followers. 1.5. I mean, my mm -hmm. goodness. So what was it like when you got there, especially knowing that you had to overcome your account being banned before losing yeah. 10,000 and then really having your girlfriend to just like push you and look where you are now. Yeah, I, I still can't believe it. Like when people see me outside, they be like, oh, you're that guy. Like you're you're this, you're that. I'm like, I'm just a regular guy because <laughs> I still can't believe it, you know? Whenever like I go play soccer, I see everybody's calling my name. I'm like, wow, like back then it wasn't really like that. And then now it's like everybody like really know who I am. Well, you know the song back then they didn't know me. Now I'm hot. They all on me. Exactly. That's how it is. But you have the right idea to stay humble and still do the regular daily grind. But then you can go and, and be an internet right, that's right. success. So what do you really enjoy? Like you do the videos and does your girlfriend handle, you know, like the comments, the social part? Like how do you guys deviate on who's going to do what? 
Oh, it's funny because like I always tell her, she was like, so what kind of videos do you want to do today? I'm like, you're asking me, you're the one with the ideas. I'm just an actor behind all of your ideas. That's what I always. He's the talent. He's the talent. (laughs) She's the brains. Yeah. So like she would like spend like whenever she's working, she's like, hey, I'm trying to think of ideas. If you know something, just let me. I'm like, babe, I don't know anything. Most of the videos is mostly Spanish stuff. She just come up with all these certain words that she'd say and all that. So I was like, girl, it's all you. I'm just the actor behind the scene. We made it work somehow. But it's not all the time that we come up with the best ideas. She might come with an idea and I'm like, hey, let me make it more spicy and say this and say that. Stuff like the way I named myself El Chocolatito. Like, hey, let me throw that in there. Maybe they'll like it. And yeah, like they enjoy it. They enjoy the videos. But don't make it too spicy because you don't want to get banned. Oh, no, you got that no, no. Make it spicy with the flavors of the food. Okay. Yeah, but keep the spice and the not suitable for work stuff <laughs> on, on another platform. That is true. But it's also really great that your ideas are organic and they're not yeah. too forced. Yeah. Sometimes we would post something that's a little like explicit. I would have no shirt on. And I just realized that. I have a bunch of kids that's following me on TikTok. I I had no idea, like, because I would post like regular stuff. Maybe like they see like my abs for like one second and they would like just completely take the video down. And I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Because, you know, there's a lot of TikTokers like showing their scans and all that and nothing happened. But it's because some of my fans are like kids. TikTok is very restrictive about that. Well, this is good because it allows you to just be clean, you know, with the things that you're doing. So in a way, it's kind of nice. And if you do want to do the spicy kind of OnlyFans type stuff, you got to get your own account for that. Okay, oh, that's, that's, no, not uh, that far now. I'm just saying, showing the abs and whatnot. The kids can't be seeing that. So if you do want to go down that route, you got to get your own. Right. I work hard for them abs, though, but sadly, I can't show it to my fans, but it's okay, though. It's okay. Sometimes, you know, you got to leave the fans wanting more. You got to keep a little bit of mystery. True. This is why I'm working on my YouTube channel. Amazing. Tell us more about that. So we started it probably like five months ago. The first video that we ever did was getting to know us. People were asking questions on TikTok. We never really answered them. And we kind of like created the YouTube channel, just like answer the questions that was never been answered before. The first video within maybe like two, three days got about 3K views. We started posting vlogs, but we weren't really into it because of TikTok and time management. I work full time. She does too. And on top of that, we got to make videos for TikTok. We're still working on it to put like more content on YouTube. We're currently at 5K subscribers. It's a work in progress. It's a work in progress for sure. How long did it take for you to reach your TikTok success? Within two months, I was already in half, probably like almost at half a million followers on TikTok. Wow. Yeah. We used to post back-to-back videos and like they keep on trending. I still have some videos that from four months ago that's still trending with 31.5 million views. 2.1 million likes and stuff. It's still trending. Overall, it took us about three months and a half to have to get to where we're at right now. Well, that's good because you know that you guys have really great organic content that people want to see. 
And so it won't take you that long to get there with YouTube. Again, it's just about finding the time to balance or maybe finding how some of the things you create for TikTok can then translate over to YouTube. Right. But knowing that you had to start over, what kind of advice would you give to other, you know, younger kids, people who are older, who are looking to start their media and creative journey? All that I got to tell them is like consistency is the key. No matter if you're getting views or not, just keep posting, keep, you know, bringing the contents. You never know what somebody's going to like. You know what I mean? Keep going. Don't give up and don't let the, the comment section like brings you down. Just stay positive and be consistent that's that's my advice that's very true so is that your advice for trolls and haters because everybody has them you know regardless of what you do there are going to be people who who hate exactly you know you want me to be honest though uh, absolutely of course. <laughs> all about the honesty i have never had I can count on my fingers how many hate comments I've had ever since we started doing TikTok. We barely got any hate. Good. That is amazing. Yeah. Which is surprising to say, but we don't really get hate. I don't know why, but we're thankful for that. Our audience love everything we put out, bad or good. We don't come up with the great ideas all the time, but they still enjoy our videos. Well, I'm glad that that doesn't come your way and that you and your girlfriend have found a way to just keep working at what you like to do, regardless of any outsiders. Here on Be Your Own People, we're all about branding, building ourselves up as our own product. We would just really like for you to share with us what is the Manny brand? What is it that sets you apart from the other creatives on TikTok? Because clearly you have something, you got something going on there with your one and a half million followers in three and a half months. So we need to know what the sauce is so we can replicate well it's quite simple like it's just quite simple right, like oh that old thing our brand we're humble say we're outside we meet somebody we treat them like we've known them before people would show up at my job trying to take pictures i gotta just stay true to myself it's not really anything to it i treat it like i'm still a regular person at the end of the day i don't let the fame take over me and all that humble and positive is one of the most important thing about us and that's one thing we cherish a lot Well, we love to hear it. Humble and positivity. So what would you say is some of the perks of being a TikTok influencer? Aside from people just showing up at your job, want to take your picture and, you know, following you everywhere in soccer games. So I recently got a car for myself. One of the perks is I go to a mechanic. They know me. They fix it for free. My parents, my dad had a problem with his car. Spent like three hours at the shop. I went and pick it up. I'm like, okay, so how much? He was like, bro, just go home. A lot of mechanics know me and I get free service and all that. Like that's one of the the best thing about having a TikTok. As a car owner myself, I would also like to reap the benefits of these perks. Uh, You better come to Connecticut then. (laughs) I need that like now. But you also you also have to mention that, you know, one of the things you do during the day is, you know, you work as a mechanic. Right. Yes. So this is the reason why, because if people don't know, they're like, oh, wait a minute. Hold up. He's just going to any old place. So you get those free perks, but I'm sure you get other free perks as well. Of course. Yeah, I do. My girlfriend went to a club with her family and the owner of the club, like they came up to her. They were like, so where's your boyfriend? I couldn't go with them. And they got VIP section the whole night, free champagne, enjoy uh, the club, free food and all that for a whole night. 
She's going to believe it. She was like, oh, my God, guess what happened? Because of you were in the VIP section. I'm like, no, it's because of your ideas. That's why you're in the VIP section. It was funny. <laughs> I like that you gave her credit where credit was due. We like yeah. that over here. Yeah. Yeah, we love that. It's it's actually <laughs> the, the dual credit. You giving her credit, she giving you credit. Mm-hmm. Yes. Those are <laughs> green flags over here. Yes. yes. <laughs> All amazing things. It's about you guys lifting each other up and again, staying in that positive zone. And is there anything else that you would like to tell the it be your own people audience about you know you told us about youtube and how that's coming along um what else can we look forward to it's just mainly youtube to be honest this is something we're just trying to build ourselves but besides that i play soccer all the games are being streamed on youtube too so like if you guys are interested just comment on my tiktok and i'll send you guys the link absolutely so is there anything else you want to ask manny Well, you know, at the It Be Your Own People audience, we're all about promoting creativity. We're all about promoting friends and family. And we are so grateful that you made the time to meet with us today. But really, I just need to know what mechanic shop you work at so I can get my free oil change. That's what I need to know. Girl, one of the mechanic shop is called Universal Auto Sales. Like you need to check that out. You got to come to uh, you got to come to Connecticut, Stanford, and I'll put you on. Like okay, I'm pretty I sure like that. they're really good and I get free service. So just let me know. <laughs> See, look at that. Friends and family helping each other out. <laughs> yes. So you got the plug, girl. All right. Well, it was amazing having you, my cousin oh Manny. My God. It's and- so thank you so much, guys, for having me. Like and I- before we go, let the people know where they can find you again. Sorry, the other half of the world, because you already got half of it, you know, a million, just almost two million followers. So let the <laughs> other people know where they can find you and your girl and how you guys are building up pocs the right way all right guys so they can find me on tiktok el chocolatito on tiktok which is em underscore many m-a-n-n-y and also we're on instagram which is the same thing for tiktok it's the same thing if you go on instagram all right that's perfect thank you so much and we can't wait to check out all your videos all right thank you guys so much for having me If you want to hit us up to say hey or let us know about any It Be Your Own People moments, send us an email at ibyoppodcast at gmail.com. Hey, y'all. Don't forget to like and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Podcast. And that's all we have for you today on It Be Your Own People. Stay woke, stay alert, and tune in next time.